Well, welcome to the 5D Academy of Higher Consciousness. I'm Zarathustra, broadcasting live from Tulum, Mexico. Um, it's nice to be together again. And um, it's interesting, you know, sometimes technology doesn't cooperate and uh, doesn't want, uh, things don't go our way and things aren't happening. And when it's cooperating, it's wonderful. And uh, it's just like anything else in life. Sometimes you want to do something and your body is not cooperating. You know, you can call it, I'm not feeling good or I'm sick. And, uh, and sometimes everything's going very smoothly and, um, and it's all good. Everything goes your way. So my, what I want to talk about today is one of the pointers in the 5D quantum awareness, reaching this higher level of awareness and understanding of life in the way of, I realized that most of my life, uh, I was focusing on I relating, feeling happy, relating happiness to pleasure. So what I'm going to explain this to you and you, you're going to understand that what I'm talking about. And this is actually, I feel is very beneficial for our listeners because the misconception of humanity, what we've been uh, taught and a belief system that the meaning of happiness for me to be happy in this life is to have as much pleasures, pleasures of life, to have and as little pain as possible. And so this is where we're investing from the time we're growing up. And this investment also, it depends on our genetic DNA uh, of genetically what I come with and also my environmental conditioning in what family, what race, what religion, and what country I was born into. So then I get conditioned by my environment, parents, ideas, the country I grew up in, the religion I was born into, and the race I was born into. So that's going to play a major factor in the way I live my life, as well as my genetics, my DNA. And of course, these two play a big role into this illusion of, first of all, belief or illusion that, number one, I have my own free will, and based on my own free will, and I'm going to alter my destiny and make things happen to go my way. And also, this is combined with this other illusion that, uh, we have a, that happiness, because all beings on the planet, everybody wants to be happy. We're all ultimately looking for happiness in our lives. And naturally so. But what we're doing is we're identifying happiness to the pleasures. We think the pleasures. Let's say, for example, I'm eating a piece of filet mignon. It's wonderful. It tastes great. I'm eating some chocolate. So that's pleasure. 
pleasure of senses. Or let's say I'm having wonderful sex with somebody. That's a pleasure of senses. Um, driving a beautiful car. Uh, I just bought a new house. You know, I'm became becoming famous, or I'm have a beautiful body. I look good. I get a lot of attentions. Um, all pleasures of senses, which all of these, while you receive the pleasures, the sensual pleasures, the senses are experiencing them, but the part that we don't realize and we don't know is, is what's happening is also because it happens in the third dimension, all this stuff we're experiencing through our senses, okay? It has to come with the opposite part of it. That's the way God has created the third dimension. That means the pleasures of senses are going to come with the pain. They come together. You have to experience the other side of it too. So generally, we're going to invest as much time and energy and resources into maximizing the pleasures of senses. So, and hopefully we'll go through life with like much, much more pleasures of senses versus the pain. Now the pain could be physical or it could be emotional. It could be depression, anxiety, heartbreak, jealousy, and it could be, you know, physical pain, whatever. So what we don't understand in this equation that maximizing the pleasures of senses is not happiness. That's not where happiness is. So, and that of course is gonna bring equally suffering. Now you may go to a big chunk of your life and everything's going very well, you know, and not have to deal with a lot of pain, but eventually it's gonna catch up because that's the meaning of being a three-dimensional object, being in the third dimension, that's the meaning of it. It means suffering is, is, is a part of the package. Is it making sense? Is, is, there, is this clicking for you at any place? Suffering is going to come with the pleasure. So what do we do? Well, what's what, what am I supposed to do? You know, and of course, uh, the generally the spiritual seeker, I mean, may come up with these ideas of, okay, uh, I want to get enlightened. I want to become free. So what about if I go through enlightenment? Would I be bypassing the pain? the suffering and the hardship, if I can reach the goal of enlightenment, of a full awakening. But again, this is, this is again another trap because it's an imagination or it's a concept that if I get enlightened, then I no longer will experience pain. So no, you will be experiencing pain because there's no way out. Pain and pleasure both come together in one package, whether 
And I know you're you're signing up for pleasure. I get it. But it's coming with suffering too, with the pain. They're gonna come together. So what is this? What what's the solution? What am I supposed to do here? Huh? What do I do? So then for some of us, the lucky number of human beings on the planet that they hear the calling and we can call it the grace, Lord God, Her Majesty is calling you back home and your, your attention starts to turn inwards from the outside because we're looking and I am one of them. I'm not, I'm not excluded, you know, I'm included in this equation, okay? So, uh, because I fell into, like everybody else on the planet for a very long period in my life, that's where my focus was, the pleasure of senses, of, of wanting to feel good. But identifying feeling good with the pleasures of senses, whatever that creates that sense of feeling good, feeling accomplishments, um, being powerful, um, looking good, or feeling, you know, whatever that is, sensations of good, good stuff, whatever those senses are, through whatever of instruments of that we have, our sense of smelling, of hearing, or watching, or taste, or touch, or whatever that is. So, but if you recognize that, then, and recognize that, wait a minute, this investment is in pleasure, is, is also going to bring pain. And that's not the meaning of the happiness I'm looking for. So that, that situation, in that understanding, it will give you an opportunity when you recognize that what is not happiness, because you may not know what is happiness because that's from childhood from the time you were born from the time you start shaping and you feel like you have some sort of choice that you can choose as a three-dimensional objects on the planet on this planet you're seeking pleasure thinking that's happiness so then when you recognize that eventually at one point and that's part of the grace uh because let me tell you something, you can be on the spiritual path and you're spiritual and you do everything good and, you know, you do all the spiritual, good spiritual stuff. For example, you're vegetarian and you don't smoke and you don't drink and uh, you meditate, you know, you, go, you do yoga, you do all the spiritual goody goody stuff you're supposed to be doing. And then you don't know why you're suffering. You don't know why you're going through a depression period, because in your head, you're doing all the good things, all the right things. Why am I experiencing depression? Why am I getting up in the morning being depressed? And, you know, you're, you're, there are people who go through seasonal depression. They can go through three months of depression. Depression stops. They're okay. And then they go to another two months of depression. Depression goes away. Then it comes back. And they're doing everything right. They're real spiritual people. They're conscious. They eat organic food. They put their, they, um, uh, they don't throw their plastic bottles in the trash can. 
They, you know, they recycle things. They belong to spiritual communities. They go to India, they meditate, they go to workshops and retreats, but they're still experiencing a deep sense of loneliness or, or anxiety comes, stuff like that. And they don't understand why or what to do because you do everything right. You're a good citizen. You pay your taxes. You don't cheat. You don't really lie. You go to work. You make money. You know, you serve your country. You know, you're hanging the flag of your country over front um, porch of your home. You know, I mean, you do everything right and you're still suffering. Anyone experienced that before? Like you do everything right, but you're still suffering. Yeah. And you're wondering why. I mean, in a way, I mean, when you get into the spiritual realm and you go to spiritual communities and uh, it's interesting, like you also happen to uh, see like a lot of uh, like you go to the ashrams, um, you're around the guru because, you know, I've been around some big time gurus and ashrams. But and it's interesting, like a very large number of spiritual seekers, they are really suffering all the time and and they don't even look healthy. I mean, you go to the health food store, like you see these really skinny people, you know, they don't their skin doesn't look good. You know, they're eating all organic or whatever or they're they're vegan or whatever they are. But they're always processing. They're constantly processing or they're trying this workshop or this method of uh, spiritual practice. Um, they're not having fun. They're, they're suffering. And then you, know, you go to the ordinary world. Uh, and yes, people are suffering, but maybe they're not as much mind fucking that we do in spiritual world. Because in a spiritual world, we're always trying to uh, fix something or we're aware of something and we want to fix it. So, or or we have restrictions because we cannot eat this and uh, uh, because for some reason it's not good or you can't have a Coca-Cola, you know? It's like, this is like a big no-no, you know, buying a Coca-Cola. You know, if you're in a spiritual gathering and you have a Coca-Cola, oh my God, you're so unconscious. It has to be, you know, cacao something or or chia or some kind of spiritual drink. You can't drink Coca-Cola. <laughs> that, that is, it's interesting because that's another conditioning too. It's another trap. Like giving up one set of conditioning in the world for another set of conditioning that is full of concepts and ideas of goodness, but you're just trapped in it. And now you're trying to live by these rules and uh, you're still not happy. You're still miserable. So where is this happiness then? Yes, it's within. The happiness, you're right, it's within. But what does it mean? Okay, my happiness is within myself. Well, what? What? What's the meaning of it, you know? Yeah, you can speak. You can talk. I learned. Maybe that... you speak a little bit louder so our audience on okay. other platforms, they can hear you. Okay. I learned uh, when I accept everything, what happens, 
really everything when I'm happy. If it is a nice thing I, I had or it, it is a bad thing, it's important to say it's everything is equal and everything is okay. And don't say this is good and this is not good and then it's okay. Accept all the things how they are. And stay in, uh, and try to stay in heart. Or when I'm angry, say, "Okay, I'm angry. It's okay." When I'm lazy, it's okay. I'm lazy. So uh, be authentic. Be authentic person. Right. That's I. That is this is what I learned. Well done. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's it's in a way. It's your relationship with your world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's your relationship with the what is, what is happening. Mm -hmm. And in a way saying like acceptance of what is, coming to this accepting of, you know, you may wake up in the morning with pain mm -hmm. or you may go through a period of time that everything is falling apart. You, you park your car somewhere, you get a parking ticket. Then the... Two days after they tow your car or someone breaks into your car, mm -hmm. then, you know, your partner snobs you and doesn't want to see you for a while. And then in the meantime, something else happens. And then and not coming back to this place of beating yourself up because you're not manifesting correctly. You know, mm -hmm. it's like the theme of today manifesting or or beating yourself up or blaming existence because life doesn't know what it's doing and something is punishing you or, or blaming existence or blaming others instead of bringing your focus on your relationship, your relationship to life. How do you relate to it in every given moment of life and if you're relating to it without ex expectation, your relationship to the moments of life, if you have come to this place of your relating to life without expectations, then it's you you've found you're happy because you're whether things are going your way or not going your way. And you understand like there's going to be periods of life that everything is going to fall apart. And there's going to be periods of time everything is going to go your way. Another thing for me is that I have helpers, that I can have really good helpers for every moment I I have in my life. And these helpers are my spiritual guides, for example, my source named God, the angels. Mm -hmm. And I can talk to them when I have a problem and when I'm not in my heart, in my silence. And I, I can say, can you help me? Can you guide me? Can you protect me? And, the, and after this, everything is all right. Then my, my trusting is coming back. Mm -hmm. So I'm in my, uh, in my, my believing in from where we are all are coming from. So I feel protect. Right. It's, it's like, it's like medicine. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, Yes, understanding, this understanding, this understanding of this relationship to, to life. Mm -hmm. So, okay, now I've shifted my attention from the pleasure 
of sense senses or realize like okay yeah it's great to feel to enjoy the pleasure of senses i understand that and no one's denying it if you can choose that versus suffering of course it's a no-brainer but this understanding of the shift of the attention your attention is no longer or on, on the idea of the pleasure of senses is the meaning of happiness. Mm. So you realize that. While you do enjoy the pleasure of senses and you have to endure the discomfort of the senses, whether it's emotional, if it's depression, anxiety, or physical pain, heartbreak, so you you have a you know you know you don't have a choice on either of these two but in the meantime you realize that your happiness is in how you relate to to life if you have this kind of attitude is in your attitude of how your attitude is then you can't really suffer hi sorry hello nice to see you so yeah. nice to see you. Yeah, nice seeing you. I, you, you, you only have light the way you're positioned, so I don't see your full face. Okay, but uh, okay. better. Yeah, it's better. All right. Okay. 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 I can see you better. Nice seeing you. Nice seeing you. <laughs> I mean, after fifty years, <laughs> uh, we. Uh, found each other we were high school friends and uh Sally found me on Instagram six months ago right something like that if you yeah, yeah almost a few months ago yeah uh, so it's interesting it's very amazing I, yeah we, uh when we tried to reunite in Los Angeles and see each other but uh, it just didn't work out due to my schedule and I, I was kind of also sick um so we said okay when i go back to los angeles we definitely meet each other but it's really it's uh brings a lot of joy when you find one of your high school oh, yes. after 50 yeah. years so. i feel this sense of heart connection which is amazing um for me to see you know the funny fun loving mischievous mischievous uh, young uh, guy my young boy turned into a spiritual uh, uh, seeker and has evolved to such an extent and uh, it's interesting that you know uh, gosh you have transformed and I think that I've been some some somewhat on the same kind of a search and you know we've all gone through so much after of losing course. our country and having to move from one country to another and find those things by the way make you question meaning of life right wow absolutely absolutely the um the iranian revolution it just crushed yeah. so many people and uh your identity, that false illusory identity that you are this last name or you come from this family or you are this wealth or this power or, uh, you know, you're this nationality or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you 
you have to escape a country and then you're in a foreign country and, and you weren't able to bring your money and and nobody gives a shit about your last name either. And, you know, this <laughs> is like, now I understand like- The impermanence. This, yeah, exactly. And of course it was grace. And with this understanding of, of with this level of awareness, I can, I can see it. Uh, but for my parents or or the, the my elders who didn't have this spiritual training, it was very very crushing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our generation though, I think we are the burn the generation because it happened right when we stepped into adulthood, eighteen, and you know the ones who were older already had established something. And I know, don't get me wrong, they lost a lot. But they took whatever they had established sometimes, with a, whatever means they had, and reinstalled somewhere else, um, or not, stayed in Iran. And then the younger ones, again, if they left and started new life elsewhere, they were still in their formative years, I think. And so they could build something uh, more than, uh, I think, I look around my friends and myself and all of that. You know, our challenge was different. Let's put it this different. Uh, this uh, it was right. different. Um, everybody sees life from their own uh, Absolutely. history. Absolutely, but it made me question definitely the meaning of life. And I went to India also, and I had a spiritual master, which I still do. He passed away. His uh, the spiritual guy that uh, replaced him is right. really helping me. His teachings help right. me. And, and you yeah. were asking about meaning of happiness. And I was thinking, you said it yourself from the beginning that could it be that this three-dimensional world is not designed for happiness? Maybe we should, not that if happiness comes along, enjoy it, that's lovely. But the purpose of it might be elsewhere. You're I the school. You're, you're absolutely right because in in some uh, ways of looking at it, as Ramesh Balsakar says, it's life is some sort of imprisonment. In a way, it's some sort of imprisonment because of and you're doing your time in it. I'll, and I'm going to elaborate on that one too. And of course, this is a point of view and it's a concept and the equal uh, part of it is absolutely true. Uh, somebody can come up with a complete opposite explanation and that's fine. Uh, I'm not here to argue any of it, but I just speak about my own understanding. The way I see it is, okay, number one, I didn't choose where I was going to be born. Now, somebody can come and say, oh, in a spiritual higher level, yes, you decided, blah, blah, blah. I understand. It's a great concept. Okay? It's a conceptual thought. of It's a theory. But I don't have any recollection of it. I'm only speaking about my own direct experiences and my own understanding of, of life. That's all I can speak about because that's all I know. I don't know other people's experiences or understandings or whatever ideas 
It sounds really good. Okay, so I didn't choose where I was going to be born. I didn't choose my parents. So I just landed where I landed in this conditioning. I don't remember having decided on my DNA of what I'm going to look like or what kind of body I'm going to have or what kind of temperature I'm going to have or what I'm going to taste or not taste or, you know, am I you know, going to be slim or I'm going to be big or I'm going to be tall or short or whatever. So it's like, okay, so you're born into this body with these parents and this, this class of family and this financial class of family or whatever it is. And then, uh, you know, you have no idea what's going on. You're trying, you're forming yourself, as you mentioned earlier, you know, you're a teenager, you're you don't know what's going on, you know? It's just like, I have no idea what's happening. And all of a sudden, the rug is pulled from under your feet and phew, woo! You know, you're shipped to another country and and now you're a citizen of another country or you're not a citizen of anywhere. And now you have to start figuring out a new language or a new country or the whole new system, which is very different than what you were used to. And uh, in the meantime, you may be hated because of your color or your background or whatever. Uh, somebody can come and say, oh, yeah, this is your manifestation or your soul decided on this and that. OK, I understand that, you know, but I don't have any recollection of choosing going through a revolution and have to escape another country or or giving up a very cush life for an inferior way of living. I don't have that recollection. I decided on that consciously. So, and then all the other things that comes with it, that you're living this life and all these events that one after the other one happening that you have to go through. Uh, and the, the periods that you have to go through suffering, whether you know, it's a heartbreak or someone close to you has died or you've been heartbroken uh, because your love of life left you or 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 you went bankrupt and you lost money or you get in an accident and you lose a limb or or you all of a sudden, you know, let's say you're you're vibrant 35 year old and you start developing some sort of degenerative disease or cancer. You know, it's like, I mean, I don't have any recollection of choosing any of them and deciding on them. So in my understanding of this life that I've lived up to this point, I don't really have any choices. I don't have any free will. Every move I want to make, any decision I make is influenced by millions and billions of of other uh, things that are influencing my decisions. Uh, for me, it appears to be I'm deciding on this, but this decision is completely influenced by forces that I have no control over. And so, yeah, in a way, as I mentioned, life, it, it could be looked at as an imprisonment. You're in this period and you're doing your time Let's say somebody comes and agrees with what I say. And they say, okay, you know what? We're going to look at this the way you're saying it, Zaratustra. Okay, just for two minutes. We play with this. No one has to agree with me. 
or disagree or whatever, but let's just play with this theory, okay, this concept. Let's say life is a kind of an imprisonment and you, you're born into it and you don't have any free will, okay, so far? Okay, all right, so, and you can see it if you look around, especially if, if I'm going to hardship, I'm going to a period in my life that I'm suffering, when I remember and I look, that there is another person on this planet right now that their level of suffering is maybe a hundred times more than mine, that they would give up their suffering in exchange of my suffering in a second, because it can always be a lot worse than what is. And we can see it. We can see it with different people, different societies or countries all around us that all of a sudden a war starts in a country. All of a sudden your family gets raped or killed or murdered, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, your, your family dies in a car accident. It, it, it can always be a lot worse. Yes, it can always be a lot better. And also for those of us who has this opportunity or somehow existence is created Okay, let's say life is a form of imprisonment and we're in this prison and you don't have a choice and one may come and say, okay, well, you can have a choice to kill yourself. Cool, all right, go ahead. See, kill yourself. Let's see, you know, in your most desperate points in your life, which I have been there and I have thought about it, that, okay, I'm gonna pull the trigger on myself. And it appears that you have a choice to do it. Even in those moments, I realized I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice over killing myself. I didn't have a choice over the thoughts of that come that I want to kill myself. Where did the thoughts and the feelings come that I want to kill myself? How, how did they manifest? How did they just came that and I didn't have any choice over getting rid of them and they left. So even so you think you decide when you come to this planet and you maybe you can choose when to leave, but you don't even you can't even do that either. You got to do your time. You have to do your time. Maybe in doing your time, grace comes in our lives. And by grace, what I mean is the understanding comes which that also, it's not something I can choose because I can easily, my understanding of spirituality could be another like spiritual conditioning story that creates more suffering or brings suffering versus the understanding of this concept, which works for me. Again, this too is a concept because the truth of what, what is, is a, nobody can explain it. B, it's much bigger than any human being to understand it, but you can be one with it. You can become the mystery, but you can't understand the mystery. It's too big. The mind cannot comprehend it. So maybe at one point through this equation, grace comes. And, and what I mean that grace comes is that a few, a couple of things shifts 
of un suddenly there's a moment of clarity of realizing, wait a minute, first of all, I'm not separated from anything. Everything is my own self. Every aspect of what I'm looking at is a reflection of who I am. So there is no separation. There is no boogeyman coming after me because it's my own self. It's And B is also in this understanding that I have no choice or free will or anything, but suddenly there is this awareness of how do I relate to whatever of life? And if somehow I'm lucky that I can incorporate accepting of what is, like what we talked about with Susanna earlier, that acceptance comes in, then all of a sudden you start cruising into this peaceful state in your life. While you're doing your time in the third dimension, then there is peace. Outside of the pleasures of senses, there is this deep sense, of, there is this deep understanding of peace, of like really you're here and you're really not involved with ups and downs of life because you're not really projecting your happiness of things going your way or things falling apart. It's like freedom, the freedom of getting out of that projection and somehow getting this uh, brand new conditioning or brand new understanding in a way freeing yourself from the condition, the mind, that that's how we, I operated most of my life or a big chunk of my life based on only when things go my way. I'm happy. Yeah, go ahead, Suzanne. Um, all these things make me humili humility. Right. And this is a big present because this also brings peace. Yes, it's absolutely. Accept all the things and stay in yourself. On uh, yeah. so that I can feel me in the right um, size. size, not being arrogant or something else. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. This is that's what I'm referring to. Grace, when you know <laughs> this, this understanding coming <laughs> to this awareness is <laughs> also a gift, <laughs> uh, which I don't attribute it to myself, like, oh, I came to this awareness. This is my understanding. There's still an ego yeah, yeah. in there, like, as if I accomplished it. No, you know, I could have easily been or be arrogant yeah. and suffer. It's not really my understanding. It just revealed itself. It's kind of chose, chooses you. And it like shows itself in whatever form. Mm -hmm. That too is like I I have we we have nothing to do with it. I think uh, a kind of our way is of the human being is learn to say thank you for everything, whatever it is. Mm. It is nice or not nice. It's dark or it's lightning. Say thank you, thank you, God, for this. Thank you for letting me learn this. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. How long did it take you to get to this point? Mm -hmm. Almost a lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining me, and uh, inshallah, God willing, we're going to have our academy next Thursday. I'm sorry for last Thursday. We were. Uh, what happened? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I woke up and I was just not. I was just a mess. Uh, not feeling good, feeling really sick and out of it. And uh, I remember I got ready and everything, and I was sitting on the edge of my bedroom waiting for something that would give me a little bit of energy to come and turn on the instruments. And I was like, I was like, I feel so shitty. There's no way I can I can have an academy today, and uh, and uh, it was like I, I called uh, Amir. I said, Amir, I I I feel so bad. I, I can't. There's no way I can do this. I can't even go sit at my chair. So so anyway, again, um, I like to be consistent, but you know, it's just like today. Um, it's just. Uh, the applications that weren't working or just things weren't, it didn't want to work or it didn't want to start on time or whatever. It's, it's really, you can't beat yourself up because you don't do it. I mean, you got all the intentions of doing something. Like every day you tell yourself, I'm going to get up tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning and I'm going to do this, 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 this. And then, A, you can't get up at 8 o'clock in the morning. You wake up at 10, 30, or 11, and half the day is already gone. And then by the time you pull yourself together, it's like 1 o'clock. And then you say, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And then the next day, something else happens. It's just not there. And then, I, you know, the mental thing that you start beating yourself up with all your self-judgment, like... Oh, you're irresponsible. You're da 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 da, and and uh, look at you. You hear your mind starts going at you, blaming you for you know, and all the stuff comes out. And then we inter entertain all the shit, and then you know it spirals, and you keep going down in this self hate and self blame place, versus the or you start comparing yourself to other people like. You know, they're really like boom, 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 boom. And you've been there that you've done things like pop, 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 pop. You're on top of things and you don't miss anything. And, you know, you're making 20 phone calls a day and you're taking care of the things you have to do. You send your emails and, and uh, you know, those periods that you're really on it versus a period that it's just not happening. And, uh, and you start blaming yourself. And thank God when you just understand this, that it's going to happen when it happens, despite of my intentions. And just kind of surrendering in that, if you can. Call it self-forgiveness. <laughs> you, you can call it self-forgiveness, yeah, or self-acceptance. And self-love. It's everything. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Energy is very strange sometimes. It will do whatever it wants to do. This is the planet of energy. Yes. You know? yeah. And there's nothing solid in it. Nothing, nothing is made out of anything solid. It just looks like it's solid. 
and it's all interconnected and other connected and everything and it's all depending on everything else whether it wants to happen or not happen so that's the bottom line nice. on that note i'm going to say goodbye to you i love you thank you for joining you. me uh those of you who are viewing this uh um, broadcast for the first time my website is zaratustra.tv uh right now we're in the process of uh rebuilding a brand new website and coming up with new new uh programs so uh and it's going at it's very slow pace <laughs> so i hope be patient with me uh hopefully everything is going to come together eventually <laughs> to add that word to it so uh be connected and i look forward to seeing you thank uh, you thank you very much bye-bye we love you too yes <laughs> deeply <laughs> <laughs> bye you. have a nice day <laughs> thank you thank you